tonight on News 4 at 5. Nothing beats a long hot shower in the winter, but how long do you take? 10 minutes. 20 minutes. If there's music, maybe 30. Heating water is so expensive, so I'll show you four ways to slash your energy bill. Saving you money this winter. Consumer reporter Susan Hogan is working for you tonight on News 4 at 5 with Wendy Rieger, Jim Hanley, and Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Getting you up to speed the minute you get home with the day's top stories and changing weather conditions. Working for you on NBC4 at 5. Do I look like a dabbler? Welcome to a special edition of the Monkey's Funny Robots podcast. Today, our guest is legendary filmmaker, artist, John Waters. Back in 2015, Waters delivered an epic commencement speech to the Rhode Island School of Design's graduating class. The speech went viral and was published this week in book form with the title, Make Trouble. Put your hands together for our guest. John, thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Sure. Your book, Make Trouble, comes out April 11th. What is your second favorite verse from your commencement speech now turned book? My favorite verse? I think when I tell people uh, really that a no is free and you could always never fear rejection if you're trying to get in the arts in any way because all you need is one person to say yes. Over your career, how many no's have you received? Oh, my God. Every time I've tried to get any of my movies made, probably a hundred each time when you go pitch a project to the studios, you you go from one appointment to another all day. So, But it's like hitchhiking. You just need one person to stop and say, get in. That's all you need. Did you need to publish this book or did you want to publish this book? To be honest, I gave the commencement speech at RISD and um, the publisher asked my agent if I would like to do it. It was not my idea. I was amazed. I thought, me? A gift book? Oh, my God. But but it is the perfect present to give a graduate, especially one that took more than four years to get through any school. And the book is timely. We are living in a very interesting political climate right now. Do you think shock art will make a comeback over the next four years? Well, it's unfortunately now Hollywood makes $100 million shock comedies that aren't funny. I never just tried to shock. I tried to make you laugh at the same time. And that's how you get people to listen. Uh, and we still have to do that. The country's so divided right now. If we can make each other laugh, then at least we'll start to listen and change. Hopefully. Hopefully. But Make Trouble Yes is a title that, for me, becomes a political title that was a little less so of one when I, wrote, when I did the speech. And with, with social media and the millions of other distractions we have now, do you think it's harder to make trouble now than before? No, actually, I think hackers make trouble with social media all the time, don't they? A hacker is the new juvenile delinquent. It's just a different way. And hackers are having just as much fun as we had when we were young. <laughs> if John Waters was 25 today, what would your films or art look like? Well, if I was 25 today, I probably would be... It was a different time than when I made Pink Flamingos. When I made Pink Flamingos, the whole point of that movie was that that pornography had just become legal with Deep Throat, and what could you do that wasn't illegal yet? That's why we had the ending in Pink Flamingos. So I've always said today, youth's responsibility is come up to come up with a new way to not surprise your parents, that's easy, but to surprise the cooler people that are one, uh, one class ahead of you in school. That's how you're going to become successful. 
would you just be pushing the envelope with YouTube all the time if you were 25 years old? I don't know. I don't think YouTube has launched any movie careers. Uh, usually, if you get noticed on YouTube, you get offered jobs in advertising agencies. Ah. <laughs> I, I can't think of a movie that started on YouTube that became famous. I can think of many musicians, certainly Justin Bieber. So um, I, I think it would probably be better to be a musician on YouTube than a writer or a filmmaker. Speaking of musicians and music, I know that you have, you're have you always in touch with the music world right now. In your car, do you have a CD player, MP3 player? What's playing on your car right now? Usually I play, is it Sirius or XM? Which one did it become? I, I, <laughs> I, I listen to that, and I usually listen to Outlaw Country. <laughs> this book is geared towards the college graduate, but what advice do you have for the 35-year-old artist stuck at his dead-end job? Well, first of all, this book could be for reform school graduates. It doesn't have to be for college. It could be if you just got out of jail, actually. Uh, at the, for, and what's my advice to who? A 35-year-old artist stuck at his dead-end job. Well, if he's stuck in his dead-end job at 35, he's not trying enough to be an artist. Uh, uh, that means that he is thinking his art career is a hobby, and I've never had a hobby in my life. I don't dabble. It's the only time I get mad when a reporter says, so do you have any hobbies? Do I look like a dabbler? No, if he's 35 and he also has a job, he should be treating his art career just or more important by job and spend just as much time when he's off work doing that. In doing research for this morning, I watched a lot of your interviews on late night television. Was there a host that you pushed the envelope too far with? I don't think so. I mean, I, I always like doing late night television. And to be honest, a lot of the stuff you're going to say, you do pre-interviews and everything. No, once I handed David Letterman a, a candy um, dingleberries and he, he took them, um, I handed him a little electric chair that had a battery that shocked, but he was certainly a good sport about it. Uh, no, I don't think I've ever had any. When, when talk show hosts have me on, they, they expect me to say things that are a little startling, but I'm never mean-spirited. Do you like the new generation of talk show hosts that we just transitioned into? Well, I, I like the ones I've been on, which would certainly be Bill Maher and Colbert the most. <laughs> <laughs> you started making short films in 1964. Looking back over your career, what film do you think has made the greatest impact on American pop culture? Well, Hairspray certainly has been seen probably by more movie, more, more people than any. And I think Hairspray has been a Trojan horse and snuck in the culture without any of the people that might be against it even realizing that its values were just the same as Pink Flamingos and Female Trouble and Cecil B. Demented. So I, I would pick Hairspray, even though maybe more people have seen Crybaby because of Johnny Depp and television all over the world. And you were infamous for stunt casting in the 80s and 90s with Tracy Lords, Patty Hearst, and Tab Hunter. Who would you be using as a stunt casting now? Well, I don't know. I mean, I did that the most in, uh, in stunt casting, which I didn't really call it that because I'm uh, in Crybaby. And I never did it afterwards at all. I, I sort of peaked with it. In Crybaby, I did do that, and then I never did it again, really. So um, I don't think I would do it again today. Um, all the people that I had in those movies um, were people that I thought they were so good they were great, not so so bad they were good. Uh, I, I I thought they were all great, you know. But yes, I, I admit having Tracy Lords, 
Terrence being played by David Nelson from Ozzy and Harriet and Patricia Hurst was astounding even to me but they were all really good at it I thought they were funny <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is arguably the biggest box office draw right now if you made a film with The Rock what would it be about? Well, I, I think good for him. I'm, I'm happy because there aren't any movie stars left today. Uh, special effects are the movie stars. And except for him, probably most all movie stars get less money today. So um, I, I don't know. If, if I used The Rock in a movie, um, I know you're probably expecting I'd say, oh, I'd put him in drag or I'd do this. Maybe I'd have him play somebody with a secret, terrible weakness. Awesome. John, thank you for your time, and best of luck with your book, Make Trouble. Sure, thank you. That was John Waters. His book, Make Trouble, is available now. This concludes our special edition of the Monkeys Fighting Robots podcast. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the interview, comment, review, and or subscribe or all the above. I'm off to Star Wars Celebration this weekend. We will see you next week as we recap the nerdy weekend that was. I'm Matt Sardo, and this is Monkeys Fighting Robots. Wherever you go, however you go, for energy on the go, it's got to be 5-Hour Energy. It works fast, it works long, it tastes good, and with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. 5-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.